All right, good afternoon. I'm Alan Waddell. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. We're here at Kate Street Seafood Station. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Lions were back in action this past week against the Lamar Cardinals in the Southland Conference set uh, this week. Uh, they're going to play number one LSU tomorrow night here in Hammond and then go on the road to take on the Nickel State Colonels in a very crucial Southland Conference series for this Southeastern baseball team. At this time, we're going to welcome to the show the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Reiser. And, Matt, I know coming off of the uh, off of that long break, uh, yeah. you wanted to play better than, than we did this weekend. Uh, I mean, we're, in a, we're kind of in some uncharted waters here. I know for, for you and for your, for your program a little bit, bit at this point, and I guess the, the question is, you know, what's got to happen? You know, what, what's got to turn this thing around here is we, we, we're running out of season. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, obviously at some point in time of the year you get to the point where it's, it's winter, go home. And uh, obviously this is a lot earlier than, than years past. And, uh, you know, we're in a situation now where we're, we've been backed into a corner. And, uh, you know, in all honesty, uh, looking at Friday, I thought we came out great, man. We really yeah, just – it, it well. was – we did. We, it was a back-and-forth game. We knew it was going to be tight games. We knew Lamar, you know, uh, did a good job pitching-wise, throwing a lot of strikes, don't really beat themselves, played really good defense, they're leading the, the, the league in ERA and, and, and uh, fielding percentage. And so uh, we knew it would be some type of a close game, right, just keep battling through some things. Uh, you know, we get get the big hit and then – you know, just didn't finish it again. And and I think that kind of obviously put the damper on the rest of the weekend. And if it's the first time it's happened, it's one thing. But obviously this is, is another a reoccurrence of, of the same situation. And um, now it's 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 the pressure, right, of everything going on. Um, it's, it's the circumstances of what's going on. And that's what we continue to talk about is we can't let the, the circumstances dictate the situations. It's each day. It really has to be each day, uh, that day-to-day -day deal. And, and, again, we're not mathematically eliminated from anything right now. We're still in a, in a position that we can do it. And I honestly still believe we can. I think our guys honestly believe that as well. Uh, we just can't let the, the momentum of the college game, the amateur game, you know, dictate it, you know, uh, in a negative way. And if we want to do that in a positive way, I'm good. You know, <laughs> if you want to win on Friday night and, and let that ride the momentum, Honestly, I kind of feel like that's where we're at right now. If we can just break the ice with one of these and get it in the right direction, it'll go. The, the release valve will be released, and, and we can go play because we know we're, uh, we're, we're very, very, very capable of winning them. Uh, we're very capable of performing at the level we need to perform at. And in all honesty, Allen, there's nobody one through nine in this entire league that you go, oh, man, we just we got to face those guys. You know, good luck. You know, best of luck. Uh, you know, it's a little bit different than, than playing the LSU Tigers tomorrow night. It's 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 everybody's kind of the same. It's just kind of what weekend, who shows up, what shows up, uh, and and how you perform and how you handle some of the adversity in, inside the game. So, uh, you know, yeah, again, uncharted waters. Never been here, never done this before in this position this early in the season. Uh, but every season comes to this point, right? And so, how we handle this point, uh, which we've done in years past, is handled with 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 some. Uh, some toughness with some maturity, uh, just with some love around each other and belief in each other and then trusting each other. So uh, you know, we'll meet at 2.30 today and we'll have those same conversations and, uh, and you know, get the ship right to, to finish out the season like we need to to be where we need to be at the end. Well, Matt, that's where, that's where I was going with this is, is the next question. You know, baseball is so mental and there's so many, uh, you know, mental <laughs> You're hurdles. telling me. You know, it's You're so mental. Me. You know, where, how do you feel, I guess, the, the psyche of, of the club is right now? You could almost feel it on Friday uh, you know, we had that long break. We came out, uh, you know, played well Friday, took the lead late, and then right. let the thing away. Almost like the air kind of came out of the balloon a little bit. Yep. I mean, did you feel that a little bit with the, with the team? Uh, well, I think it's obvious, right? I think it's obvious yeah. the next two days the way we played. Uh, you know, we played, we pressed the entire rest of the weekend. Um, you know, we, we needed some good starts on the mound that we didn't get. And, you know, again, those guys might have been pressing a little bit. And uh, I think that's kind of where we're at right now with everything that's going on. It's, it's easy to say. 
to say go to day to day, but it's also uh, you, you look down and you lose Friday night, and then you look at the conference standings again. And I'm trying to get those guys to not look at it the same way I'm not, right? Uh, but it, but it's difficult because you know the situation, you know the circumstances, you're very well aware of the situation. So it's to be able to be able to flush it and be able to move on the next day, regardless of the situation that you're in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously the psyche is a big part of this. I mean, it's it's, it's again just that that trust and that belief in each other that you can get it fixed. And uh, you know, I've had a few meetings with some guys. I can see it weighing on some guys the same way it's weighing on me. Man, they're competitors. They're not they're not mailing in by any means. I think you see that. You know, I mean, even in the ninth inning, we're still scoring runs and still trying to find a way, right? I mean, we get some we get some guys on and uh, they're fighting to the bitter end but it's just got to be a little bit more uh, present and, and confident in the moment that they're in that hey man we're going to have success and, and believe in that and so um, again easier said than done uh, but it has been done before and this group has done it as well and so uh, we'll continue to fight towards that you know direction you know from our psyche standpoint yeah uh, and hey man why not tomorrow night? I mean, that's a great way to get started with the number one team coming in the country, uh, coming into your ballpark to be able to get after tomorrow afternoon. Matt, let me uh, let me ask you this for for you personally. I mean, look, you know, your your resume speaks for itself. It, right. Your success you've had here uh, with championships and regional appearances here at Southeastern. But I know this has got to be a tough stretch for you. I mean, yeah. for you mentally. I mean, what, how how are you and the staff, you know, handling this? I mean, how do you you know not try to reinvent the wheel and things right. of that nature? I mean, I guess talk about you know from from your aspect, you know, your yep. your perspective of what you're doing internally with yourself and then also with, with your coaching staff at this point. Yeah, 100%. Well, you know, in, in a career, I reiterate to the guys every year, hey, man, there's only one 2023 team, right? Um, as a coach, you know, we'll continue to coach through the years and that kind of stuff, and you'll have multiple teams. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when you get in a year like this and the situation that you're in, I think it's easy, right, uh, to succumb to the situation and go, hey, man, just a bad year, chalk it up what it is and move on the next year. But that's not doing justice for the guys that have put all their hard work, blood, sweat, and yeah. tears in this program. So, uh, you know, you continue. Obviously, you, you, you grow the years to come, right, and you still recruit and do all that kind of stuff. But you, you put an endless effort into, hey, man, making sure this team goes out the way they want to be remembered. And, and the guys are doing the same thing. And so when you see it weighing on guys like Manola and Finke and Artigues and the whole, you know, whole club, man, I uh, had another conversation with one of, one of our other pitchers today. Uh, you know, hey, man, you can see it weighing on. Like, Coach, what else do I need to do? The biggest thing you got to do now, man, is, hey, man, do you wholeheartedly in your heart know that you're doing it right? If you can answer that, yes, then, hey, man, then you got to keep going. Uh, you are you're being challenged, and we talk about it. The good Lord only challenges those that he feels like he can challenge and overcome it. Uh, and so we're being challenged. And, and all that's put into being put into a true test, uh, myself included, our staff included. But the only thing you can do is know that you're doing it the right way, knowing you're doing it for the right reasons, and continue to go that regardless of the outcome that's been. Uh, and to be able to move forward to the future so you can change the future and not the past. There you have it. That's your head baseball coach here at Southeastern Lions, Coach Matt Riser. And just to kind of give you a, kind of an update here, so just to let everyone know how the conference tournament is working this year uh, is there's nine teams in our league. Yep. They're, they're taking seven teams to the tournament, but 6-7 is actually like a play-in game, kind of like the NBA just did with That's the right. play-in tournament. 6-7 will play into a 6 name bracket. So, Matt, just, just call it like it is. You know, you got nine conference games left. Uh we got some work to do if yep. we're, we're going to get in that field. And I know you yep. – uh, look, I, I know you. I know you're, you're an optimist. I know you always are, uh, are, are looking um, things – but you're also looking at things, you know, how, how, they, how, they, how yeah. they are. Yeah. And how do, you, how do you balance with your team, hey, we got to fix this. Uh, we got to – you know, if we're going to get – if we're going to continue to play to get in this tournament, but then 
but not putting extra pressure on themselves. Yep. I mean, it's kind of a balance there. How, yeah. how you do that? Yeah, and I think it goes back into uh, the day-to-day mentality. You know, we, we've talked about, hey, man, just be the best version of ourselves each and every day, regardless of the circumstances. And I thought we did that there on Friday, man. You know, again, a tough game. We, all these circumstances and situations we're talking about uh, were there on Friday, and you saw us play with that attitude. You saw us play with that energy. You saw us play with toughness. We saw a tight game that we were playing really well in, and we big, get the big hit in the eighth inning, right, and then just didn't finish. And then, you know, allow that game, I think, in all honesty, to affect the rest of the weekend. So, uh, you know, moving forward it's the same thing going into this week i mean hey man we've got to have the same type of mentality just be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be and it is day-to-day right now i mean that's just that's the reality of it and that's the only way that you can overcome it and we talked about it uh you know uh in one of our uh, post game or post practice meetings you know 2017 the sam houston team we kind of think alluded to the air last week but you know they were in a similar situation and, you know, when I talked to Coach Deggs and, you know, how they're going to do stuff, it was, hey, man, we, we're just going to go day-to-day, be the best version of ourselves. And so, you know, I think that's, again, the concentration. And, and if we're wholeheartedly believe that we're doing the right thing and can, and doing that, regardless of the result, we got to consume ourselves a process. So <clears throat> we'll do that again this week. You know, again, we'll have our team meeting this week like we do every week. We'll discuss some things, get some things cleaned up, uh, and then I'll see the psyche of getting back out there and getting back on the saddle and, and going and playing the game. All right, there you have it. We're going to uh, take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the games this weekend. We'll get you ready for this weekend as well coming up. As Again, LSU here at Hammond tomorrow night. Uh, first trip here for the Tigers, I think, in since four years ago. We beat them the last time they were here. Uh, it's usually four years. And then uh, Nichols will uh, will be at Nichols uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So some very important games here coming down the stretch of the 2023 season. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, uh, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes here at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. This is uh, Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Holmes here at K Street Seafood Station here in Hammond. A beautiful Monday afternoon here. We've got great weather. It's supposed to be great uh, uh, tomorrow night as well, so come on out to the ballpark. If you don't have your tickets, so good luck. Uh, I think that thing's sold out tomorrow night as the Southeastern will take on uh, number one team in the nation, LSU, here in Hammond. Uh, but, Matt, you know, I know that going into this weekend against Lamar, it was kind of a – you know, how would your team respond? Because we had such a big gap in the middle of right. the season there, you know, with 10 days off, uh, essentially. And, and, you know, I, I guess the question was, you know, how, how do you come out? Yep. I think that there's got to be some concerns. It could either be good, it could be bad. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and I thought Friday night uh, it was a very competitive game against Lamar. Uh, certainly was tight. We took the lead late. There was some kind of some late-inning dramatics on both sides. A really good college baseball game. Uh, but we come up there short in the ninth. Yeah, you know, uh, you're right. I thought we did. I thought we came out great. And it was a great competitive battle going back and forth. And, uh, you know, I, I thought uh, Kinsler did a great job of getting us off to the yeah, right start like he we did. needed, man. He, he made some good pitches and made some really good pitches, some good moments. You know, we played some good defense behind him. He hit a few balls hard early that, uh, you know, we had a guy's position in the right spot. And, you know, obviously with Tyler Finke in center field, man, if they yeah. hit it out there, it's pretty much caught. So, uh, yeah, I thought we did a good job of just continuing to kind of stay with some things. Hey, man, their left-hander had had his changeup going. We made a little bit of adjustment to it. Uh, you know, again, Finke comes up with a big hit there for us and uh, puts us right back in the ball game. I, I think it's, you know, a situation where, uh, you know, it's just a classic Friday night in all honesty. I mean, this is what a Southland Friday night kind of looks like, you know, where you go back and forth and continue to throw blows. And, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, unfortunately for us, you know, we get to the bottom of the eighth and – or fortunately for us, we get to the bottom of the eighth and Manola, man, the bat he has to – 
and this is again, man, you look at guys like Finky Manolo, these guys, these seniors were asking to, hey, man, really put the team on your back and go. They're doing it. Uh, they're coming through in big moments and clutch moments and continuing to go and do what we got to do. And got to the top of that ninth, man, and uh, again, this has kind of been our story is, hey, man, the free passes. That's what's yeah. hurt us late in games. That's it. It's, it's just it's killed us. It's been our Achilles heel all year long in, in, in some of these tight games. You talk about these one-run games. You just you got to win the freebie award. I mean, we put emphasis on it obviously, and, uh, you know, we walked leadoff batter and uh, Bermudez, who hasn't had an extra base hit on a, on a breaking ball in two years, uh, you know, uh, gets one up and, and got it out of the ballpark to take the lead there 5-4. And, uh, unfortunately, you know, we just weren't in a position to be able to come back. It just uh, – Again, took the win out of our sail force. You you talked about the rotation that you might you know mix some things up because you had an opportunity to kind of set yeah. it how you wanted it here. So is that is that how you? I mean, obviously that's yeah. how you came out of the gate. So Ken, we're gonna see Kenzo on Friday night here. Yeah, man, he's just he he's, he's been just, really good. He has. He's been our most consistent guy all year long. Um, I mean, you know. look at him. He's really having a good year. Yeah. Two point nine two ERA. Yep. You know, four and one. Yep. Yeah, and, and really, in those four wins were the uh, first four four weekends of the year. Yeah. So, you know, we just haven't played you know well enough on the back end of it to get him some more wins there. But the good thing is, man, he looked healthy. You know, we we set him out against the UNO series and uh, got him a shot, and he responded well. And, and and that's two outings in a row. He's looked really really good for us, and got us deeper in the game to where you know we can rely on the bullpen part of it for us. And uh, you know, I thought Reed was good for us, come out of the bullpen for the one in, and that's kind of what we had you know matched up. We brought Love in there. And he's he's been a guy for us, you know. I mean, really, since the Auburn series, he's done a really good job there in the back end. I know he had the unfortunate deal against McNeese, but again, McNeese, this game, it's this it's the free pass. It ends up being the go ahead yeah. run. Uh, we just got to do a better job attacking there, and obviously forced him to beat us in in, uh, in those moments. Coach, you bring Connor Spencer in. I thought he looked really good there, and then they kind of blew him away, you yep. know, there in the uh, after they had uh, taken the lead there there in the ninth. So he, you know, two strikeouts on. Yep. Uh, did a really nice job. And he's a guy that kind of been battling some injuries earlier in the year, and uh, but good to see him out there. It was, it was, it was really good to see him out there. You know, Saturday tightened up on us again. You know, that that same kind of injury. That's it's kind of what you know. We don't have a whole lot of season-ending injuries type deal going on, but it's just a lot of that little knick-knack stuff that can team just kind of hang around a little bit. So it was good to see Spencer back out there Friday. Do what he did um like you said you can always play hindsight you know and then go hey man well maybe we should got spencer instead of love for the ninth inning the whole nine yards and then in those one run games man you can always do that uh it's it's easy to do but obviously to see connor man good in that role come in that role keep it where it was at to give us a shot in the ninth inning it was great to see and so you know obviously we'll continue to get some more opportunities there uh he was available yesterday saturday uh, it was just too tight on that, that same kind of oblique situation. So, you know, we'll get him probably back out there tomorrow and get him ready for the weekend. And, uh, you know, obviously you can expect him in those late-game situations a lot, you know, finishing out the year. We touched on this at, at the top of the show about the, uh, you know, there was so much kind of, I guess, emotion going into this game. Because, again, you, you had that 10-day break. You come right. out there, you play well, it's exciting, uh, you know, and then it, you lose it there in the ninth. And, you know, after the game, talking to the team, did, did you feel a little deflation out of them or – I mean, obviously, any time you're in that situation, everybody's a little deflated. Uh, you know, any true competitor that it means something to, it, 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 it eats at you a little bit, you know, to lose a tight one like that. Uh, but the conversation was simple after the game. I mean, we talked about it. It's got to be a day-to-day -day deal. And whether we had won that one 4-3, right. hey, man, we got to move on. Don't get you know, content with being able to win that game. If we ride the momentum a little bit, that's fine on the Saturday. But, uh, you know, Friday night, hey, man, the same way we talked about if we win or lose, 
it's got to be a day-to-day -day mentality. We got to make sure we wake up tomorrow, get out there, get right back to work, and have that same type of ambition and same type of energy, uh, and, and then same type of confidence. You know, I think that was what you saw on Friday. It was, it was a confident team that you know came up on the short end of the stick. Uh, we had to have that same confidence here on Saturday, which obviously didn't didn't come back out. Matt, I gotta, I, I won't <laughs> kind of get away from baseball for just a moment. One thing that kind of was Friday, I thought was interesting, looking down there and seeing. You know, guys up there on uh, on the on, on the little yeah. deck deck. So I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, if you haven't been to the ballpark, um, uh, certainly I know there'll be a packed house there tomorrow night as well. Uh, but a lot of things going on. You yep. know, the, the, uh, I had a chance to kind of go walk walk through it over there. Uh, really coming along nicely. The the, the 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 locker room, the new coach's office, all that, and then have that little deck out there outside the outside the coach's office as well. So uh, kind of just it's just really kind of boxing in the ballpark. It really it really, really looks nice over there on that left side. Yeah, it just continues to grow that environment, man. It's just a, it's such a, a unique baseball environment. It's got the college atmosphere to it. In the same sense is that it's in the arms race right of the facilities. Uh, you put a two-story locker room, you know, there at the field, man. You start to put yourself in, in different categories from a facility standpoint and obviously it helps get the players i mean that's at the end of the day man we can we can have the greatest kids we want we got the greatest coaches yeah. we want but we got to have some guys with the ability to be able to perform uh and so obviously that's just going to continue to pay off huge dividends uh dividends with us with the recruiting trail all right let's turn the page and, and look at look at saturday and we'll kind of walk through this one here for just a moment uh, andrew landry gets the start for you on saturday and uh, this was one of those where just I mean, we really just struggled getting them out, you know, especially yeah. early in the game. Uh, you know, I thought he did a pretty good job of kind of navigating some traffic because there was some traffic out there those first few innings, but we couldn't match them offensively. You know, we I think for you know you look at the box score, they ended up with 15 hits. I mean, they had a really good day offensively, yep. and not a, not a lot of loud hits, but a lot of a lot of singles and yep. uh, getting balls in there. But you know, they'd score one, 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 yep. but we weren't, weren't we weren't answering them on the offensive side. Yeah, well, you know, what we talk about is those counters. Uh, you know, when they score, we got to score. That's a counter. When we score, we got to throw up a zero defensively. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. We, we did not do that. Uh, obviously, you know, they scored a lot there in the middle innings uh, consistently. I think it was four innings in a row. And nothing crazy, right? We, we stuck to our defensive philosophy, eliminate the big inning and give ourselves a chance. But the other part of this, you know, is to be able to counter as a team. And, and when you counter like that back and forth, if you're over 50% on your counters, there's a great shot that you're going to win that ball game. Uh, and obviously there on, on uh, Saturday, we didn't do that. I thought Landry was not his best version of self, probably his worst outing of the year. Uh, in all honesty, just excuse me. About to sneeze there. That's all uh, right. You good? Pollen getting to me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought Landry wasn't uh, as good as he's been all year. You know, they did a good job of jumping on him and, and getting some hits. And like you said, nothing, nothing crazy, right? When the whole ball's leaving the yards and uh, that kind of stuff. And we had ten hits offensively, but we just didn't have a whole lot of loud hits, and we didn't yep. get them when, when it really truly mattered. It felt like there was a lot of yep. two out, nobody on. Here's a kind of a bleeder single to see if we can kind of get an inning going type deal. Uh, you know, again for our offense to go, we've, we've got to be able to hit extra base hits or be able to get the leadoff we, guy on and we go. We took a couple double players too, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we hit the two double plays. And look, I don't want to take anything away from their left hander. I mean, there was he was good. He was good. He was really good. Uh, you know, he did a great job of being able to pitch in the zone and. Uh, with multiple pitches, I think he actually threw more off-speed pitches. He did fastballs, and and actually a young man that we recruited, uh, you know, we brought in was here in Hammond, America on a on a visit, and uh, there was a reason. Obviously, we recruited him. We liked that left-hander man. He did a good job of keeping us off balance, and has really come into his own there for for Lamar in that weekend rotation. So, um, yeah, it was it was good to see, um, you know, uh, us kind of try to get out there and do some things late. Uh, but by that time, man, it, it was kind of you know, I, again, you got a lot of ground to make up there in the ninth when you're down seven nothing. 
Matt, I want to ask about uh, about Garcia for a minute. I know he's been yep. playing. I mean, I, he's got the injury. We know that, uh, and he's playing. But I mean, what's his status? I mean, I know he's playing, but I mean, it's, I know it's just kind of a struggle a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, you know, uh, and that's what you saw yesterday's lineup. You know, you didn't see Garcia, you didn't see Levin good, you didn't see uh, Killingsworth. Those guys have injuries. They're trying to play through them. Obviously, we're trying to manage them as much as possible. The more wear and tear you're putting on those, I mean, they're just kind of a. Again, these nagging injuries. I mean, obviously, you know, Garcia's got the the, the tear, and, uh, and that's not going to wait anytime soon until we have surgery. So he's trying to do what he can to obviously bring some energy to the club, yeah. and, and obviously, you know, give some at bats and be able to play a little bit of right field out there and and mustering through some things. But uh, again, we're we're kind of playing on sixty percent there. So you know, he's doing his best job of, of just trying to be there for his teammates, and I think that's what's been this the the disheartening part. You know where we're at from a result standpoint for this club. It's a it's a group of good dudes, man, and they're they're fighting and they're battling for each other, and um, you know they're they're doing everything they can, uh, almost maybe to a default, right? Where maybe their focus is on, hey, man, I can't let the guy down next to me, and they're focused on that of, of letting somebody else down around them, as opposed to, hey, man, let me thrive in this moment and pick him up. And I think that might be a little bit, you know, almost again to a default that we're thinking in negatives as opposed to positives there. But uh, you know they're 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 doing their best, man, to go and, and play through some things, and obviously that's where you saw Garcia in there. Uh, for a couple games, and then obviously you know we pinched it for him there uh, late in that ball game, and, and made a move there on on uh, it's, Sunday. It's, it's weird watching him out there because he has such a good arm. I mean, you know that's yeah. always been one of the strengths of his game yep. is being able to you know throw runners out. I, I, I think last year he was one of the top assist guys yep. in the in the country. You know, yep. out there in right field, and he's still finding a way to make throws. You know, yeah. I mean it's it's saucy, it's painful. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> it's painful throwing through an injury just like Keller is, and uh, but those guys again, man, they're they're. They're wired that way, man. They're wired to be competitors and to go until uh, something doesn't allow them to. So, you know, again, you, you can't you can't discredit the kids, man. They're they're doing what they need to. You know, yeah. we talked about it a little bit, man. It, it seems a little deflated in the dugout. I mean, yeah, it's just deflated when you're losing. Uh, but those guys aren't mailing in by any means. I mean, those guys are trying to give everything they've got. They take a lot of pride in the program, man. Uh, obviously, they're disappointed just like, you know, the staff is and our fan base and our families are that we're in this position. But uh, don't don't question their effort because their effort's still coming. And you talk about, you know, some guys that are kind of trying to put this thing on their back a little bit. I mean, you can see that with Finky. You know, yep. what he did, you know, two no hits on Friday, three on Saturday, picked up his 28 stolen bases of the yep. year. And, you know, on a, on a year where we – we haven't been great offensively. He's having a really fantastic year. You know, you look at this thing, you know, 331, uh, 12 doubles, two triples, three home runs, 29 RBIs, uh, 28 stolen bases. I mean, scoring runs. He's got 40 runs scored, which is, I mean, way more than anybody else we have. I mean, yep. so he's making things happen. No doubt. Uh, and, and you can really see, uh, you know, he's trying to get this thing yep. heading in the right direction. Well, the, the last thing you're going to do is, is question his effort. Uh, you know, again, he's going to exhaust all options, man, to make sure this thing goes the way it's supposed to go. And, uh, you know, I, I hugged him there on Sunday and told him the same thing. You know, as dark as it is right now and as bad as it seems, uh, the only thing that you can truly do is just to keep going, man. He's doing everything we've asked him more. Uh, the leader he's become on the field, yeah. man, and, and what he's done, man, has just been awesome to see and watch his growth and his maturity and, uh, you know, obviously, man, all the numbers that are behind that offensively, I mean, they're very well-deserved. And, again, we're talking about them offense. We're not even talking about them defensively. I can't awesome tell you how many runs he saved defensively. I mean, it, it's uh, it's going to be, a, obviously, a big one to replace next year, you know, uh, from that defensive standpoint, especially out there in center field, man. The amount of balls that he runs down and what he's done, man. And that's why that's why you got to keep going. That's why, as a, as a coach, as, as the commander-in-chief here, 
Uh, I can't look to next year, man. That guy's gave too much uh, effort and energy into this program and uh, to get it where it is to, to help win a championship last year and go to a regional. So uh, I'll be, I'll be dang if the last thing I'll do is, is hey, man, your last year that I'm going to mail it in. Uh, we're going to keep going and keep doing the same thing. And, again, it's, it's tough, man. When results don't go your way, uh, you got to be wholeheartedly believed in, in what you're doing and how you're going about your business and that you know it's the right thing, that there will be light at the end of the tunnel. So same thing yeah. I told Merrill Sunday, man. Only thing he can do is keep going. I know it hurts. I know it doesn't feel good. I know we're not in a position we want to be. But the only way we get through this is to continue to go in the direction he's gone in. Absolutely. Uh, we also saw on the mound uh, on Saturday Hunter O'Toole. We saw Lake and Polk. Yep. He was good for a couple of innings. Kind of maybe ran out of gas a little bit in that third inning out there. Then uh, Trey Harrington uh, there in the ninth. Yeah, you know, uh, Polky's got a chance, man, to have a really big career here. You know, we saw him offensively against Jackson State a couple of weeks ago. You, know, you pinch hit him one time this week. I, I did. I pinched him there in the ninth inning. Uh, I think that was, might have been a, I think it was Friday. Friday night. Yes, yeah, Friday it was night, Friday yeah. night. Yeah, you know, um, you know that left hander man. Uh, they. had they didn't use their Friday starter. You know, obviously they're in a position right now where they're they're doing the same thing that we were, right? We were eight and nine in the league and doing everything they can to make sure they make the tournament because they feel like they got a good club too. You know, uh, Coach Davis and I talked, Will and I talked for a little while in the pregame stuff, and he's like, "Man, we felt like the Nichols game, the 19 innings that we lost. Man, if we win that game, you know, we're in first place right now. We just feel like, well, what could the season have been? You know, and." Um, so, you know, obviously the, the Friday night guy that they threw was normally their Saturday guy. The Saturday guy that they threw was normally their Sunday guy. They're playing for every win in hand, just kind of a similar situation we are. We're day-to-day -day right now doing everything we can to win today. Uh, we'll worry about tomorrow when it gets here. And, uh, you know, they brought the, the original Friday guy in to close there on Friday night. So we felt good about Polky's matchup being left-handed with that right-handed cutter and slider or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and got him a pinch hit there on, on, on Friday night. And he's just he's a true competitor, man. Uh, he literally he loves the moment. He enjoys the moment. The moment's never too big for him. Uh, he's got a bright, bright future in this program, and obviously it's going to be a big piece of us uh, help finish out this year uh, on the note we need to. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sunday's matchup, uh, game three, and then we'll look ahead to this week. Four games on the schedule uh, tomorrow night in Hammond here. LSU is going to take on Southeastern on Tuesday night here at Southeastern, and then we'll be on the road down in Thibodeau. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Colonels and, a, and a, you know, some gotta-have-it games here in the Southland Conference race. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back for more. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Head Coach Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. We're here at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back. This is Inside Southeastern Baseball with Head Coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Towns and Holmes. I'm Alan Waddell. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here at K Street Seafood Station. We do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. What a great, uh, you know, day for this today, Matt, with this beautiful weather we got here in Hammond. As uh, it's gorgeous, as it just won't. Uh, let's hold on to these as long as we can, because no you know doubt. it's you know it's going to be really hot here before we, before we uh, know it. But it's uh, it's cool. This is some cool weather we've had here. In Hammond, the Lions will take on Lamar on Sunday. And before we get to, uh, you know, the game, uh, I want to bring up the fact that, you know, this this program's had a lot of success and there's a lot of, you know, key pieces to it. But I don't know if he gets enough credit uh, is Damon. And Damon Sunday, and I know that uh, y'all did a great job of honoring him on Sunday with a Damon Sunday Sunday. And Damon's behind us right now. He runs the board for us. He's the... He does the radio voice. He's the uh, he does the ESPN three broadcast. He stats. He SIDs. He does it all here for baseball. And I'll tell you, I believe this with everything I I, I in my heart 
there's nobody that does as good a job of him in the country that cares about as much of what he's doing. And I know that was a really special treat to be able to do that and get those T-shirts out there on Sunday. Ain't no doubt. And the, and the one you didn't mention, most importantly, he's a friend. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, he's been there thick and thin, good times, bad times. You know, shoot, I've leaned on Damon right to line up sometimes. <laughs> and those are the games we're winning. So, man, he need to lean on him a few more times. But, yeah, man, just to, to have him out there and obviously uh, to be able to honor what he does, man, behind the scenes. I don't, some people see it. Some people don't, right? And with the radio being down this year, it hasn't been quite <laughs> quite as uh, as productive. But, obviously, you know, we've got the SPM Plus. Uh, but, you know, Hey, man, the voice of Lions, we wouldn't want it any other way. And, you know, for the rest of my life, every time I hear that voice, I'm going to think of the Lions are playing right. on, a, hey, on, hey. A, on a Friday night on, uh, on at the Pat and hearing that, hey, hey, Damon Sunday, here we go. Again, I want to thank Damon for all he does. I thought that was a really cool uh, tribute there yesterday. Uh, Matt, going into the game there on Sunday, uh, you know, you look through this thing, and you, you, a lot of times on Sunday it gets offensive, especially when it's warm and, yep. you know, a beautiful day. And, and it got a little offensive there, and, you know, they jumped out to the lead. And, and like you mentioned, you know, earlier, you know, it's just one of those deals where when you're in kind of one of these funks, I mean, just yep. call it like it is, you need to get off to good starts. Because yep. when you don't get off to a good start, it's almost like here we go again. Uh, and I think that's kind of what happened there on Saturday and Sunday. You know, they jumped ahead on us early in both games, yep. and we just couldn't recover. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, obviously we had the time change there for Saturday to move it up to noon. And, uh, you know, it was the right yeah. call weather-wise. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it rained Saturday. It, it did. It rained right at, right at 6 o'clock on Saturday. And, um, you know, but, again, you know, maybe we just didn't, weren't able to flush, turn around quickly enough there for Saturday. And then, you know, Sunday I felt a little different in all honesty. I felt like, hey, man, the energy was good and – uh, the BP, the whole nine yards, all that stuff was good. And then, you know, again, you want to go off to a good start. Unfortunately, we, you know, you were talking about these 20 hits, and I was pulling up. You know, we've got baseball cloud, right? we got the Yacker Tech stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, we'll talk about the ejection a little bit. But this is the hard hit percentage on Sunday. It was 37.1. It was the least amount of hard hit percentage that they had all weekend. In comparison to Friday night, I think. Expl explain that a little bit. Yeah, explain so it basically takes exit velocity, right? So it's reading the ball off the bat. Now, we don't get all of them sometimes. There might be a, a, a non-read here and there, right, if it's position, a certain position. But, uh, you know, I mean, law of averages, right? Uh, every ball that comes off that bat that is put in play, hey, man, here's the – exit velocity of it and basically anything above 90 miles an hour is considered a hard hit uh and so for friday just for, for comparison it was like 58 or 60 percent that lamar had they hit some balls well you know hit us right at us uh sunday they were the the benefiters of, of some good luck and only had a 37 hard hit percentage so you look at 20 hits and it's like man man we just got knocked around the world and it feels like that death by you a thousand it. paper cuts it was it really was and kudos to them man because they knew that's what they were going to do they went in there and they they got aggressive on stupid's early and uh we didn't make a play in the first inning to get us out of the inning yeah, there's a couple plays we didn't make in the first inning to be able to get us out of the inning and uh you know again that starts to kind of uh, add to the pressure of hey man well, we got to get off to a good start you know we kind of cue a ball off the end of the bat there with a the guy at third base we've got some good fortune ball balls in the sun we get a triple right and and Manolo hits the ball off the end of the bat uh to first baseman and and i don't i still don't know how the first baseman bare the ball but he did uh you know and we're down one nothing there after the first inning and then just kind of again added to the pressure i thought we did a good job of kind of getting back in that thing a little bit you know we had a seven two game a couple guys on base uh and then just you know we got picked off at first base at some of the the freshman moments that we have sometimes that you know it's unfortunate that they show then you know you'd like to hopefully you know maybe get a base hit and keep the rally going a little bit 
Uh, and then also, you know, I, I got ejected for, for – I felt like we were getting squeezed, man, in all honesty. And uh, Andrew's a, a good umpire, man. He's the guy behind the plate. I think he, he's he's got the, the ball strike skills for the most part. Uh, and didn't miss a ton of calls, but just I felt like the ones he was missing were some big moments. And then he missed a few back-to-back there. So, you know, again, I'm going to fight for our guys, and I'm going to fight for, for our club. And uh, if, if I feel like we're, you know, have some – some things not going our way, I'm going to continue to fight to get it to go our way, so to speak. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, yeah, Sunday was not where we wanted to be, what we wanted to finish uh, by any means. And But, again, you saw a fight to the end. I mean, I, I can't take that away. We had a few guys on base there, had the unfortunate uh, of getting thrown out there at the plate in the ninth inning. You know, that uh, again, hey, do we come back? Who knows? But those outs are valuable there in the ninth inning. But we had some, some good swings and some good moments and just uh, not enough of them. When you look at it, we had more extra base hits than they did. Uh, but we didn't get them with guys on base. You know, we had two solo home runs. Uh, we had, I don't know, three or four or five doubles, but not with guys on base. You know, it just it makes a difference when you get those big knocks like that. So we've just got to be a little more uh, advantageous in moments with guys in scoring position or guys on base. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, uh, so – you mentioned the, the ejection. Yep. Um, is that something that, hey, I'm trying to get the guys going a little bit? I mean, hey, I got their back. You know, yep. I mean, that, that's something that you don't, you don't get ejected. Very, I mean, I could probably count on one hand in 10 yeah. years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I try, try my best to be there. You know, I mean, I don't want to uh, – that's always – in all honesty, Alan, that's the worst nightmare of mine. I've had I've had nightmares of hey man, me not being able to coach in the game, watching having to watch the guys play. I want to be there in the fight with them, right? I want to be there with them in the battle and uh, be able to go do what we got to do to you know to win and be victorious. And uh, but at the same time, man, that's that's the responsibility of the job. Sometimes is hey man to make sure that they understand that. Hey, man, I've, I've got them too, you know, and, and when we're getting squeezed and in a situation, we're down, and I just don't feel like we're getting a fair shake. Obviously, I'm going to put my two cents in, and uh, sometimes it's warranted for me to be ejected. Sometimes it's not. It is what it is, and, uh, you know, my, my thing, I just didn't feel like Andrew does a good enough job of, of handling some moments. He probably should have warned me before I even got out there, but he puts the ball in play as I'm trying to still discuss the play. And, hey, man, if you don't want me to come out, then simply just warm me for balls and strikes. Uh, you put a ball in play, you're telling me that you don't have control of the situation. So, you know, obviously I took control of the situation. And, unfortunately, it got me dumped. You know, I was hoping to get us fired up a little bit more uh, to where we would go and maybe maybe with some of my – Maybe some of my doings, right, being the pressure, you know, of, of hey, man, the coach is really pressing hard too, you know, because we know where we're at in the situation. Sometimes I just need to ruin myself. I remember going to, back to Corpus Christi a few years ago. I did it, and we ended up coming back and won a game. So, hey, man, I'm going to push every button I think I can to hopefully get us going in the right direction and break that ice. Because, again, well, I think once we do break that ice, I think we're going to be in a, in a tremendous position to move forward. What about McGuire Turner? You know, he gets the yeah, start again. He had a really yeah. good game through for four, a couple yep. RBIs. He homered. Yep. Um, I know this is a, a young player that you really like. We've seen him play in spots this year. Uh, you, I think you subbed him in on Saturday. I did, and yeah. And then Pierce you decided to hurt. give him the start yep. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Pierce got hurt again there on Saturday with his arm. So, you know, we went ahead and took him out and uh, put Mac back in. He saw Mac a little bit. And he's a, he's a true freshman, man, but he's got a bright future. Uh, it was good to see him get in there and kind of go knock, knock, knock again. You know, I mean, he's a real hitter, uh, has a real physical presence in that lineup. And also you saw that he hit the homer there uh, <clears throat> on Sunday and, and got another big hit for us, kind of get us back into the ball game, you know, uh, there with the two-out hit to, to right field. So, yeah, a, a guy we got a lot of promise with, you know. I mean, he was a high school shortstop. You know, he's played some third base for us and – uh, played some some left field. I hadn't played left field since he was probably in Little League. But you see the ability to – he's just a ball player. I'm sure man. you recruit a lot of high school shortstops. We do, though, man, because they're, they're ball players. You know? They're ball players. I mean, you look at – well, if you look at Sunday, uh, left field, 
Matt Turner, he was a high school shortstop. Uh, you looked at Finke, he played shortstop. Uh, you look at Grizzaffi in right field, he was a shortstop. I'll see uh, TJ and Shirty are both shortstops. Uh, Shea was a shortstop in junior college. Uh, uh, Rosevere and Champ might be the only two that haven't played shortstop, but they played middle infield. They both played second base, you know, going, going through high school. So, yeah, you, you want the athleticism out there to be on the field. And, again, that shortstop position, you got to be a commander-in-chief on the field. So you, you get to kind of know all the positions, and it makes you just even that much more of a baseball player. Absolutely. Uh, again, just to, you know, kept fighting till the end, just couldn't, you know, make enough plays there. Again, they just kind of had one of those days where a lot of stuff just fell in for them. Yep. Uh, and, and they get the, the victory here. Uh, you did shake up a little bit. Michael Curry caught in this game. Looked uh, really good. Yeah, and then, you know, you actually started, shirted it short, and yep. then you brought TJ in, yep. and uh, TJ homered late. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, you could tell you're kind of trying to tinker with a few things here. Yeah, well, you know, TJ, unfortunately, if you go look at the numbers, has not been very good on Sunday. He's got to get more physical, so he's better on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, he hit the homer there late in the ninth inning, but also he had two strikeouts before that. But you kind of like the matchup with the left-hander, uh, you know, with the, the righty they started. We didn't know where they were going to go until late, obviously, Saturday evening. Uh, with their starter. So they started the right-hander who had a good breaking ball, you know, two different shapes of them. Uh, TJ has a tendency sometimes to struggle with that. Sherdman swinging the bat well, looked good against Jackson State, playing shortstop. So, you know, yeah, we, we went with with Sherdman there and hopefully kind of get into the ball game, maybe get some things offensively. Felt like that guy wasn't going to go very deep. He'd only thrown, I think, most pitches all year with 48 pitches. Of course, he goes, you know, 70-something against us because he ended up going five and two-thirds. But, uh, yeah, it was a situation where I felt like I could have got Sherdman in there, get the bat early off him and then also whenever they went to the relievers uh we could mix tj in there later on you know to, to get some of those ab's and uh you know but by, by design sounded right obviously by execution uh probably didn't work in our favor as well as it should have but uh, that's it man you're not, you're not gonna make every right call but it's the conviction that you make it with and obviously uh you know the the, the intent of the the decision uh is why you do it so uh, you know, again, Michael Curry, man, like you said, we had him in the starting rotate, uh, starting lineup there. <clears throat> Looked really good. You know, he's probably our best receiver uh, defensively. Did such a good job, and I know he had our our fan base hooting and hollering at the home plate umpire a lot because a lot of those pitches, man, that are off, he makes looks like strikes. And you know, probably a little bit of my hooting and hollering might come from from Curry a little bit too because he does make a lot of pitches look pretty daggone good. But you know, when you go back and you check the the, the machine, right? Uh, the, the machine that's probably $30,000, you know, whatever it is, that, hey, man, the ball I got thrown out on was a strike. Uh, and so when Curry tells me it's a strike, the machine says it's a strike, it's a strike. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just it's just the way of the world. But uh, I think Curry did a good job, man. He's been swinging it really, really well. Uh, I think you'll see a lot more of him as we go down this stretch, you know, to obviously get us back in this tournament. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to turn our attention to this week as, again, LSU will be here in Hammond tomorrow night uh, on Tuesday night here. And then this weekend we'll be down on the road at Nichols. So we'll come back and talk about all that when we come back right here inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, uh, presented by Creighton Towns and Homes, as we're right here at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser, presented by Creighton Townsend Homes. We're here at Kate Street Seafood Station here in Hammond on a beautiful Monday afternoon uh, as we do this every Monday from 12 to 1 o'clock. And we're going to uh, 
have another beautiful day uh, tomorrow as well. The high is 84, low 54. It's going to be just like this, Matt, in the 70s most of the day. Uh, so it ought to be a great night. I mean, it's been perfect weather. It, I mean, it's it's been great. I mean, it was beautiful this weekend, too. I yeah. mean, it was absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And it's, you know, we're in May now. So, yeah, uh, first. Know, like I said, it won't be long. It, it'll be hot. So let's go, let's go ahead and enjoy these uh, these days as long as we can uh, here in South Louisiana. Well, Matt, uh, tomorrow night, uh, you got the Tigers coming in here on Tuesday, 631st pitch. Yep. Uh, last time they came in here, you, we knocked those guys off here in Hammond. Uh, they... Uh, they lost to, last week to, to Nickel State. Uh, they just swept Alabama over the weekend. But obviously, uh, a very they're number one in the nation. Super talented team coming in here tomorrow. And uh, I know t- people are already, they wait till the last minute. People are trying to get tickets. This thing's sold out. People are asking, you know, can I yeah. get tickets? Can I get tickets? Uh, probably not at this point. But, uh, you know, it ought to be a packed house, great environment, and an opportunity to show off, you know, kind of the things that's been done here in Hammond. I know we have great crowds all the time. I and mean, we're one of the top attendance teams in the countries uh, yep. for, for mid-major baseball here. In the, in the United States, but um, but you'll, you'll get some people that haven't been to the ballpark uh, that, that'll, that'll have an opportunity to come tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you know, obviously, you know, the area you live in, you're going to get the, the purple and gold to show up. But, uh, yeah, like you said, that's the number one team in the country, and they've got, uh, you know, uh, a couple first-round picks, man. They, they've got some future big leaguers on that team, you know, offensively and on the mound. And, uh, you know, everybody wants to see good baseball. So, yeah, it'll be a packed house tomorrow night. Uh, fortunately, I, I get to coach in it. I don't have any suspension or anything Yeah, like that's that. been a big question. <laughs> yeah. That's been a big question. Yeah, Is Matt a, available to coach yeah, tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be available to coach tomorrow. So, that obviously – that didn't really enter my mind when I got ejected, but after I got a chance to decompress a little bit up in the locker room and watch the ESPN Plus, I was starting to think, like, I might, I might have a suspension. So, I, you know, luckily we got the confirmation this morning I'm not suspended. So, uh, you know, uh, I'll be able to to get out there and enjoy competing against those guys. And uh, it'll be an electric ballpark. It'll be electric atmosphere to be able to get out there and, and go get it and, and go do it. 6.30 tomorrow night, right? 6.30 for a pitch. Yeah. That's just a little different, though, isn't it? Yeah, we backed it up 30 minutes, you know, obviously them being down the road. But being a being a prime time, the number one team coming to the country, we knew what they were going to be coming into the country. They're preseason number one. They've done a fantastic job of staying in that spot, I think, the entire year. I don't think they've I think they've almost, yeah, wire to wire. Yeah, much, we've been yeah. wire to wire so far. So, uh, you know, obviously we wanted people to, uh, to be able to, to enjoy the festivities and a chance to be able to get out to the ballpark and, and see the whole game, right? Uh, we know it's a Tuesday afternoon and that sometimes work yeah. can kind of interfere with some things. So we backed it up 30 minutes, you know, to be able to, to pack the house and, and get everybody in there and enjoy a great baseball game. Matt, what you what you gonna do pitching wise? I know that we've talked about this a yeah. few times. Hey, maybe throw a bunch of different arms at him. What, what you thinking about uh, for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, you know the the lefty Jay Long is still out. Um, you know he, we did get good confirmation back on him. There is no UCL tear or anything like that. It's just that pronator, uh, you know, sprain, uh, so to speak. But he started his throwing back up uh, probably about ten days ago. You know he won't be ready or available to go. Uh, Aaron Hosack is a guy we've used in the midweek a little bit. Uh, we're still kind of mixing through the matchup. You know, obviously they've got a, a very deep offense and they've got different lineups they can run out. So uh, we've we got to figure out what we're going to start to, to kind of get through the, the beginning of it and then kind of, you know, do what we need to there at the end to uh, to have success. So we, we're not really quite ready to make a, an announcement yeah. of a starter yet. I mean, obviously I would imagine you see a few different guys. You know, uh, Adam Goose, one that we still want to be able to get out there. Just didn't find the moment this weekend, but he was available this weekend to, to get back out on the mound. So uh, you'll definitely see him in some capacity tomorrow. 
again, do I want to get Connor Spencer back out there. Dalton Asphalt was officially off his suspension. You know, he was in timeout with me yesterday uh, up there in the in the locker room. So he'll 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 definitely pitch tomorrow night as well to get him back out there. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a few guys that you know we have in our pocket that we really want to get back out there and, and get back on that mound and and make a run at this thing. I mean, if we don't get our guys like Asphalt and uh, Goose back out there to do the things we need them to do, uh, we're gonna need those pieces down down the stretch to make this run like we want to run. And uh, so we'll get them back out there tomorrow against a really good offensive team and LSU against a, obviously a great LSU club uh, on both sides of the baseball. Well, Matt, you know, a lot of, I guess, local interest because of the, you know, obviously the proximity of the two clubs and the yeah. history between the two teams. And, uh, you know, anytime you have a number one team in the country coming in, it's certainly big. But when you look at the schedule, the big games are this weekend. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the yeah. important games for what's yeah. going on. I mean, they're all important. I'm not, no I'm not trying to, to, to but downplay. It's a, but it's a different year. It's, it's the reality. It's a but different the, it's year. It's a different normally, year. Normally this year's got a huge implication on the at-large bid, yada, yada, yada. We're in a different position this year, and that's just reality of it. So not saying we're not going to go, hey, man, what better opportunity to get this thing going yeah. in the right direction and go and get the Tigers tomorrow night? So, uh, again, you know, every time that we kind of look at some of these midweeks, man, the, the good fortune, the midweek opponents that we have around here and the quality of baseball we have, these are the games we can use to spring us forward, yeah. right, to get back into commerce play and, and use those games to our advantage to uh, get some confidence going and get rolling to the direction we want to roll in. This weekend you're going to take on Nickel State, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, 6.30, Friday and Saturday down there in Thibodeau, so 30 minutes later. Again, six, yep. all 6.30 starts this week except for Sunday, um, Friday, Saturday at Nichols. But Colonels are having a good year. Um, we talked about LSU. They beat them in the midweek last week. They and, did. Uh, they're they're 9-6 and six in the league. They've, uh, they've won seven out of their last ten. They've been good at home, 14-6. And, and, look, realistically, we got nine games left. Um, yep. If we're going to get in the conference tournament, I mean, you don't want to start counting wins and doing all that stuff. You need to see the win Friday. Yep. You know, and, and then let the, let everything else t- from that. But you're going to have to play well, and, and we got to start stacking some wins if we're going to get in postseason baseball. Yeah, and the only way to stack wins is to win the first one, right? That's uh, right. I mean, it, it's the simple uh, – here's a train coming through. Hear that train in the background here at Kate Street as uh, it goes by here. We just have a few minutes left to go here on our show. <laughs> a little bit later than normal. Um, yeah, no, it's just the same way we talk about, you know, when we, we want to win championships, you're trying to win a regular season title. Uh, you got to be able to sweep. And the only way to sweep is to win on Friday, you know. And uh, so we know, we know, again, the circumstances that we're in, the situation that we're in. We're not in a, in, a, in a situation for any hiccups, but the only way to do what we got to do is, is to win Friday night, and that's where the focus has got to be is to take care of business uh, in that series there at their place. You know, we'll probably fight some weather this weekend looking at the forecast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, again, you know, we'll, we'll get down there and do what we got to do. Uh, a very similar club to what they had last year. They added a freshman on Sunday that's having a really nice year. It'll probably be the – Freshman of the year uh, pitcher on, on Sunday, but you know a lot of the similar guys in the weekend rotation and now the bullpen form as well. Offensively, they are old. They they have a lot of guys who've had a lot of success in that lineup um, and for many years, and they've done a good job developing a few more guys in there, a couple more pieces. So uh, yeah, I'll see a club that's very capable of, of having a lot of success. Beat LSU last week. Uh, obviously, at, at their place, made some really, really nice plays and some big moments. And got some big hits and some big moments. And they're doing it collectively as a whole, right? It's not just the, the one through nine. It's the guy coming off the bench. They're feeling good about what they're doing. So, uh, again, for us, it'll just be concentrating and focus on us. If we can be the best version of ourselves, we'll have success. All right, a couple of notes here before we sign off for the afternoon. Uh, a couple of notes about some players. Rhett Rosebeer now up to 73 
career hit by pitches. The Southeastern record is 76 wow. by Josh Cryer. So uh, Rhett certainly chasing that record down, uh, so to speak. And also Tyler Finke, he tied his career high with 28 stolen bases so far this season. Uh, the Southeastern single season record is 36. That was by Brock Abair, pretty good player here uh, for bad. the Lions as well. Uh, so that's a couple of records to keep your eye on. Also, uh, one thing of note, the last time the number one team in the nation came to Hammond, they lost. Uh, no, last yeah. year, Ole Miss Ole came to town. They were number one in the nation. Southeastern beat those guys. Uh, so, again, tomorrow night, 6.30 first pitch against LSU here in Hammond, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday down in Thibodeau to take on the Nichols Colonels. And, Matt, just look, with a couple of minutes left to go here, Give us your final thoughts. Look, man, I know that this is not where you expected to be. Uh, I know that where we're currently sitting is uh, is uncharted waters waters for the program under your tutelage, under your uh, leadership here at Southeastern. Um, nine big conference games left, uh, so we we got some got some work to do. You know, I mean, if we're if we're gonna uh, make something of this season. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's important baseball, and uh, you know, again, I just reiterate to. To the, to the crowd and to uh, our home base and obviously Hammond. Um, our guys take a lot of pride in this program. Um, meeting with a few of those guys this morning, the, the you know, when they discuss to me and talk about how much it means to them to wear that uniform, uh, to go out there each and every day, there's not another place they'd rather be. Uh, it means a lot to us, right? And, and, that's, and that's the type of pride they take in this place, and that's what we've built culture-wise. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can, you can be in – Everybody wants to be with you when you're going well, right? Uh, when you're not going well or even this position, a position you never dreamed to be in. Uh, it's, again, being wholeheartedly, you know, believing in what you're doing, believing in the process um, and, and getting the thing done. Um, you know, I, I think we've pressed, obviously, a little bit here when things don't go our way. We've got to do a better job of picking each other up. Uh, I think we're kind of been in the mindset of, hey, man, I don't want the guy down next to me type of mentality. Uh, hey, man, don't, don't think about letting him down. Think about picking him up. And I think that's where we've got to be a little bit just more uh, glass half full as opposed to half empty type deal. We've had some guys do that for us. Uh, some of those main leaders are extremely mature. We've had some other guys who haven't done it for us that, you know, again, it's not because they're not the right competitor, right kid, or uh, not talent enough from that standpoint. They just got to look at it with a little bit different goggles, so to speak. And uh, we got all the right pieces to make the run that we need to run. I feel wholeheartedly, I feel like we can win the next nine, in all honesty, and put ourselves in a great position. And obviously, you know, we make a run here in the last three weeks. You're talking about one of the hottest teams in the country going into the conference tournament. We got a team built to win a tournament with the amount of pitching that we've got and uh, and and the, and the players we do and the experience we've got. We just got to do it now. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. Uh, and so, you know, that's been part of our conversations. Is man, words are only so much. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's the actions that speak louder than words. So uh, it's the ability to be able to go out there do it the rest of this year. Uh, again, there's no quitting this team. There's no quitting this staff. Uh, man, we're, don't don't get me wrong. We're just as disappointed as anybody else. We're more disappointed than anybody else. Uh, but in that, we also are probably more optimistic than anybody else as well because we know what we're capable of. Uh, we just got to continue to believe in that and trust in that. And uh, and all honesty, I love these kids to death, man. This is this is a good group. Um, this is a group that's continued to fight through different adversities throughout the years. And uh, and this is a group I, I I can promise you I will not give up on and just move on to next year. Uh, this is a group that has all the ability to continue to move forward, uh, continue to put ourselves in a position, and that 
hey, man, in four weeks from now, this conversation can be completely different, man. It can be uh, of one of, of, man, look where we were, look where we've come type of deal. Uh, but now it's just a matter of doing it. You know, again, on these shows, we've got to come and we've got to have words and we've got to have conversation. Uh, we'll have that again today in our team meeting. We'll have those conversations in those meetings. Uh, but at the end of the day, tomorrow night, when it comes time to do it, we've got to do it. Uh, on Friday night, it comes time to do it, we've got to do it. How do we do it? It's because we believe ourselves, we're convicting ourselves, we're convicting our teammates, we're convicting them in, in the process that we've gone through and all the stuff that we've done to overcome the adversity. So that's why they're here. That's why we've done it. Uh, the pride they take in it, we couldn't ask for anything more. So now's the time, a matter of just going and doing it. All right, there you have it. That's the head baseball coach of your Southeastern Lions. And, Matt, we're behind you. We're behind this team. And uh, hopefully we can get this thing squared, uh, straightened out here before the end of the year. And uh, we look forward to seeing you at the ballpark tomorrow night. Again, not 6 o'clock. It's 6.30. They pushed it back a little bit. Uh, that's on the schedule. So our normal start time is 6 o'clock. But 6.30 tomorrow night. Uh, make sure you put that down on your calendar. That's going to do it for us. For Coach Matt Reiser, I'm Alan Waddell. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Southeastern Baseball with head coach Matt Reiser presented by Creighton Townsend Homes at K Street Seafood Station on the Southeastern Sports Radio Network. Line up, everybody.